Here at Eccentric Earth, we like to pick topics that are not only interesting to hear about, but are relatively unknown. But as is often the case with history, there's a lot that we can learn about it that relates to our world today. And this can quite often lead to long discussions on a myriad of topics after the main show is done. Here's some of the after-show discussion from episode 37, The Beast of Jersey, that we found to be interesting and worthy of being shared, and we hope that you enjoy it. The world will little note no longer remember what we say but it can never forget what they did. Ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Yeah, there's some, there's some dark stuff on Jersey, which, considering how small it is, is it's quite shocking. But then you end up, I mean, it's, I can't remember, there's that small community, that island community that had that um, paedophile sex ring. And they and they basically, like, all the kids in the village were, like, every single person in the village was part of this, part of this abuse cult. Mm. And they were just abused kids. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's, uh, it's always uh, the whole, the whole sort of like paedophilia thing, you know, having no skin in the game myself, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have kids. doesn't mean that I, you know, think they're fair game or anything or anything like that. But from, from what I have, from, from the discussions I've had, the discussions with people who don't have kids are very different to the discussions of people who to discussions with people who do have kids. Mm. Pedophilia is a sexual orientation. If you can't help being homosexual, which you can't, then you also can't help being a paedophile, which a lot of people don't want to hear. But to me, it's not it's not the sexual, you know, whilst if you are homosexual and therefore you, you want to have sex with somebody else who is consensually wanting to have sex with you, then that is fine. The, the problem with having the orientation of a paedophile is, is that in order to gain sexual relief, it is it is a crime. It is non-consexual. It is abuse. It is traumatic. It is it is all those things. Mm. Therefore, it has become a choice, which is weird because it's the it's the homophobic rhetoric from like 10, 15 years ago. That's like okay, well, homosexuality is not a choice, but you can choose whether to act on that behaviour. And that's sort of like that's where it is to me with paedophilia. You know, I can't imagine anybody in the world would choose to be attracted to children. And there are some very, very interesting articles out there written by people who, who are sexually attracted to children, but, you know, do not act on those urges mm. because they understand, you know, how morally reprehensible it is to to have sex with a child. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think he's he's a, from a sort of like, you know, mental mental health perspective, he obviously does have sexual attractive, attraction to children because obviously you know rape can very much be about power and not about sex yeah however he had the nails to know that if he wanted uh, I'm, I'm sorry to say it like that but he knew that he had very very easy access to a whole range of children at mm -hmm. home and so therefore he altered his methods to avoid any suspicion landing on him 
if you see what I mean. Mm. You know, he, he wasn't violent towards the kids. He made sure he subdued them with chloroform because if boys at the house had suddenly started being attacked in the same way as boys out the house, then they're going to start looking at the people who have access to the house. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going with this. That's fine. If you don't know where you're going, you don't know where you're going. <laughs> I think it's a, an interesting... Uh, an interesting one, because again, I, I have I have very strong feelings about prison, and now is not the time to go into the into all those. Not least because my brain's starting to fail. But yeah, I think if I think if if there is no level of remorse, I mean, like because there because there are people that say that say I am not guilty, and then there are people that are guilty but are saying they're not that are saying they're not guilty. There are people who who aren't guilty who are saying that they that they are not guilty, and there's far too many of them than there should be um and then there's the people who say they're guilty and they don't give a fuck um and i think if you're guilty of something that is a a rumination or a termination of somebody's life as child i'm not saying that that nobody can recover from child rape i'm saying that that is going to be with you for the rest of your life yeah you're never going to be unaffected by it you're always going to be affected by it in some way even if you heal from it and it's still going to be a part of your life that still did happen to you yeah i think in those sorts of respects then yeah you know letting somebody out early for good behavior when when they have shown i mean i I don't know what it is in this country but i know in america you have to say you're guilty and show remorse to get let out of prison early Mm -hmm. um which is kind of like it's weird because because then it just encourages people to lie to get out of prison yeah Uh, but i think there has to be some level of you know, there, there there should be some privations to prison. It should be a punishment for committing a crime. It should be also be an effort at rehabilitation. But some people don't see what they've done is wrong as wrong. Some people have mental illnesses and they shouldn't be in prison anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people will reoffend when they get out because for them it's a need and they don't give a fuck who who they hurt in order to satisfy that need. Mm. It's like Paynell didn't, as far as we're aware, reoffend. But is that because he died? Like we know he spent years planning and yeah stuff. So could he have been in the process of doing that again? But then his heart attack took him out. I hate to be cynical as well, but you know the the accessibility of child pornography was entirely much better in 1992 than it was when he went to prison in 1971. Yeah, you know the, the internet was now available you could get books you could get things on mail order you know it's it's one of those weird things that back before the internet one of the main sources for paedophiles to use to get pictures of children was germany because germany was very into naturism mm. and so they did there were a number of naturist publications that had nude people of all ages all genders and these were circulated among paedophile groups because that was pictures of naked children and that was actually you know a fairly good method of harm reduction and it's one of those weird things that as as we have become more aware of paedophiles we have taken away all the possible things that could possibly be harm reduction for them Mm. because and another thing that you can't say to people with kids would you prefer a paedophile masturbated to a picture of your child or attacked your child yeah oh what what i'm doing that no, you don't want them to do that. But if it was a choice, I know. I know something they do in um, Japan. I'm gonna look at the term. No, they've no, they've stopped it. You're talking about the um, the underage porn, the uh, and the drawn porn. Yeah, the drawn. 
yeah, no, no, that that became illegal about two years ago or so. They started really cracking down on it and stopped, in, and underage cartoon porn stopped being legal in Japan. Pretty sure. Because um, I, I know they, there's all these different types of categories of, of hentai, and there was one that, okay, it looks like it's even been removed from Wikipedia on the, the hentai article, but... I've, I've just found the link. There we go. In Japan... Oh, okay. No, I mean, I don't know how, when was the, I don't know when the change log was in the, oh no. Okay. There's one on September, 2018. Okay. No, it is still legal in Japan. I do apologize. Okay. Lollicon or Shotokan. That was Lollicon. Yeah. I was trying to think of the name. Um, but yeah. And whilst you're, you're depicting child porn, it is, it's not real. You know, it's drawings. It's not, no child is being abused by it. And pedophiles can use that as like you said like harm reduction they can sit at home and look at those pictures watch those animations and is that not better than them going out and abusing a child Mm -hmm. but some people are just straight up like well no it depicts a child engaging in sex even though it's not a real child it still counts and it shouldn't be done it's like well i can i can understand your point but at the same time i think you're kind of wrong i think if it's gonna stop pedophiles actually going out and accessing real child porn in which it needs a real child to be abused surely it's a good thing but it's a difficult it's a difficult subject you can't i think it's a very heated debate and i don't think the people who who are against it are gonna budge from their position i had a really interesting idea for a novel Mm. based on the idea of um of a of a young psychologist who gets involved with somebody who comes to comes to her from help for help because he has sexual urges for young kids and he doesn't want to com- and he doesn't want to commit crime mm. and uh, the psychologist gets their child like ends up sort of taking semi-pornographic images of her own child in order to give them to their client as harm reduction mm. that was my idea and then lots of people came to me and went nobody is ever going to publish that and i went oh good point <laughs> well self-publication is much easier now that's true uh right this is this is actually a, a a quite funny fact um that i'd actually completely forgotten about until until just now when i was looking at lollicon and and stuff like that mm. so i'm just trying to find the actual full on details so i don't so i can quote it where are we yeah australia pornography in australia oh i think i know what you're about to say about australia that in australia you cannot work in pornography if you have breasts smaller than a certain size due to powered pornography laws yep you flat-chested women flat-chested women are not allowed to do porn in in australia because they could look like children yep which is ridiculous Mm -hmm. and again you see that so much online as well, where it's someone who you know is in like their twenties, but they look young. They're they're very small, like physically, like slim, short, flat-chested, and they act in porn movies where they're portraying someone who's supposed to be a teenager. And again, is that is that a bad thing? Because it's someone who isn't a child who can be performing harm reduction for a paedophile. Is it, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't help but feel that, okay, it might not be your taste to see someone who, yeah, to look at, you would think they look 14, 
15 and they're having hardcore sex, but it it might be what someone else is into and at least you know they're not and it's not a child being abused or anything like that. It's someone who's okay with it, enjoys it and is getting paid for that service. So where's the harm? I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. But then, but then we're getting on to the sort of like, you know, how pornography is viewed. and Yeah, yeah, which is a, a whole different area. <laughs> oh, which is, again, this is, this is part of our new podcast, Amy and Hans Discussion Hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's going to be some comments on this section of the podcast because, yeah, people get very heated in this area, I think. Yeah, yeah, people, people do. And, and I think that... The, the the one point that both of us are trying to make is we think it is an absolutely heinous act to rape a child. However, you cannot help who you are sexually attracted to. So if we're going to help harm reduction, just as just as we allow heroin users access to clean needles mm-hmm. and things like that to enable a victimless crime, jerking in your own house, victimless crime for every one of us, no matter what our sexual orientation then surely that's a better solution. It's not going to stop kids getting raped. It's not going to stop kids getting abducted. Unfortunately, nothing can stop those things happening. Mm. We're talking about not harm prevention, because that doesn't exist, but harm reduction. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to eliminate children being assaulted by paedophiles, but if it stops that one paedophile from doing it to kids, surely it's worth it. Yeah, someone needs to look into the actual statistics it would be very interesting when i say statistics i mean like you know you would have to mm, i'm wondering it would have to be like a yeah i guess it would have to be like a self self-identified somebody who was sexually attracted to children or self-identified somebody who had a very very strong not just a fantasy but like a real life inclination to say you know violently attack mm. and rape rape a woman but knew that it was morally reprehensible and so would never act on it. Whether watching porn that catered to that fantasy actually helps or hinders. Because it might be, you know, it might be the, it might be the opposite. It might be that having access to this just kind of like makes, makes you want to do it more. Mm. I don't think so, because otherwise horror movies would make us all serial killers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. The, the last thing I'll sort of say on this is a couple years ago now a a friend of mine got into a discussion with me on this topic and he's saying that he knew someone who I think he he knew them through the internet who told him that he was a paedophile he Mm -hmm. was attracted to kids he had these urges he had never acted on it Mm -hmm. never intends to act on it because he knows it's wrong but the, the simple fact that he has these attractions and urges is horrific for him it it tears him apart inside and he you know it i think that's one of the things people never really think about is oh you're a pedophile you're you're sick you're twisted for those people who are and never do anything but have to live with that it's got to be one of the most horrific things and yeah i think it's a subject that should be explored in more than just a you're a monster you should be locked away kind of attitude yeah, I think anybody who who acts on their instincts has every right to deserve the epithet "you're an animal, you're a monster." Yes, um, because there is no there is no excuse. Yeah, and we're not in any way excusing 
people who do that. I think if if you harm a child in any way, but especially in a sexual way, you're not a human anymore. You've you've lost your rights. You're a, you're a monster. But if you have those urges, but don't, you should be given a level of sympathy and help. Yeah, absolutely. There was um, a really interesting article from a guy who was uh, a paedophile who had determined never to act on his urges. And he said that he did what in his like early 20s, he watched child pornography. And because of where you have to go to find child pornography, you're with a group of people that very quick, like, quickly normalise it and sort of almost falsely trick you into saying that these aren't victims you are watching people enjoying sex and it doesn't matter that they're children and that it should be okay. And he said that it was such a toxic environment that when he realised that he was actually doing harm by even viewing this content, because, you know, you can, you know, that's, that's, it's one of those, it's one of those things. It's like, I, I, I'm not anti-porn, I'm anti-non-ethical porn. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, you know, you can choose what, what to watch. And there is some porn that is that is incredibly like, mm, uh, or some porn um, pe- people who create porn who are like, yeah, okay, no, I'm not going to watch stuff made by you because, because of things I've read and stuff. Mm. Um, but it would be very easy to go, I'm not causing this victimization. I'm not personally degrading these people or you know doing this that and the other i'm thinking specifically of um max hardcore i don't know if you heard about him he was actually done because he was drugging like it wasn't it was it was pretty it was it was rape because he was drugging them and doing things that they hadn't consented to um and you know and you could watch that and feel like it's not a victim if you didn't if you didn't know that and even if you did know you'd be like well i'm not contributing to this woman's distress i'm not contributing to this mm-hmm. by watching it but he came to the conclusion that that he wasn't blameless by watching this content and not only was he not blameless he was in an environment where people were encouraging encouraging him to go out and rape children because it was normal and that's not good yeah. so he so he doesn't have any sexual outlet apart from you know heterosexual porn where people look like where women dress up as cheerleaders or schoolgirls or whatever mm. which is which is somehow not pedophilia that's fine it's absolutely okay to watch porn with somebody dressed as somebody who's only 15 yeah that again that goes into a whole other area of uh, oh yeah yeah i mean it's a... straight guys who have a thing for schoolgirls and get mm-hmm. their girlfriends to dress up in schoolgirl outfits and stuff and how that's really not okay and i just saw something earlier today one third of all underage girls who report they've been sexually assaulted said it happened whilst they were in their school uniform so oh. yeah that's yeah not good no um there's a um one of my one of my favorite authors is a guy called um tom robbins and he writes these beautifully silly beautiful they're mostly beautifully silly but they have like hidden treasures of philosophy and and things in them and they're beautifully beautifully written as well mm. and i don't know if you've ever seen or heard of the movie even cut even cowgirls get the blues no oh, that's that's based on a novel by his that's the first tom robbins novel i read and one of his books which is called fierce invalids home from hot climates one of the guys is having a discussion about teenage girls and he's saying the thing is, is that, and this is, you know, this is the thing, is that we are biologically programmed to find young 
women attractive because our mm-hmm. primal brain that they are fertile and yada 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 and that so you know our brain can't tell the difference between a 12 year old who who has reached puberty and a 16 year old who has reached puberty our brain can't tell the difference so it therefore becomes up to our higher selves our actual civilized selves to know when to say no i shouldn't do that because of because of their age and that age has to be arbitrarily decided by lawmakers from a from a legal um but from a moral perspective it is it's an arbitrary line and there are plenty and there are definitely some 16 year olds who aren't ready to have sex mm-hmm. and it's part of the problem of of our lizard brains we've um we've become civilized too quick and we still have lizard brains which is why it is it is up to everybody to turn around and say and you know when men go oh you know we can't help ourselves and go no we understand the biological imperative we also understand that you are a rational human being that knows right from wrong mm. that's what you don't get it is not up to it is not up to me to stop you doing wrong it is up to you to say no touching this person's breast is wrong or doing x y and z is wrong that's funny how most people can manage to do that for everybody apart from women you know, they don't they don't go, oh, well, you know, the DVD was just sitting on the shelf. So I stole it. I knew we'd end up having this kind of discussion when I selected this topic for you, because I know you're you know, you have strong opinions on mental health, prisons, sex, porn, all these kind of, you know, all these things that kind of come together. I'm so angry this entire week anyway, um, well, I didn't because know of. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, how could you not be absolutely angered and disgusted? Not only by the fucking farce that went on within government, but the people who are defending and obfuscating and not believing. You know, have you have have you heard there's now there's now a I I mean, I, 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 I hope again that it's one of these like it's only in very small corners of the Internet that it's trending, but a thing called him too. And it's already had its first, um, I'm going to use the word casualty. So there was a a minor Twitter celebrity who posted a picture of her son who's in the Navy. Oh, yeah, I saw that. He doesn't date on his own because because he's worried of rape accusations. And then he came out and went, nope. (laughs) I believe women, I believe survivors. Take that down, mother, right fucking now. I am not the poster child for your ridiculous, for your stupidity. Mm-hmm. Can you? Oh, I mean, God, I would have been so, I would have been so angry. And I've had, and I've had the same argument so many times this week about oh, false accusations and blah blah blah. And I've had to trot out the statistics. So because because that's what I did. Because the first because the first thing I did because this is the thing. Because two weeks ago, I was listening to um, Sarah Pascoe's audiobook, and mm. she has a whole chapter about rape that is really really interesting and. She goes into a fair amount of um, like statistics and stuff. And, you know, and she, she goes into like why victims are blamed in rape trials and and, you know, burden of proof and all and the sort of like, you know, the legal ramifications that it's very, very interesting. And she talks about um, how the incidence of false reporting of rape is exactly the same as the incidence of false reporting for every other crime. Mm. And yet it's only rape where victims aren't believed. It's only ever rape where anybody is at all questioned when they say they've been a victim of a crime. Yeah. And it's the only crime where people say, oh, well, there's so many false accusations. How can we be sure this is true? 
And I've just been like all over the place going, where's your statistics to say that false accusations have risen? Where's your statistics? Oh, did you know that, you know, false accusation rates are the same for every single crime? And yet with rape, it's the only one. And there's actually a very, very good witty wiki article on false false report reports of rape and it's got all the source material for it. So I've been reading a fuck ton of that this week, digging through reports and finding numbers and like, you know, working out why there's discrepancies and doing all that. Not that it's made any difference, but Well, I would say hopefully we learn from history, but as we see on this show time and time again, not so much. So Yeah. So yeah, that's that's how we're gonna end this on a really down note, guys. So <laughs> because I'm not sure how we can spin back round to happy. I do I do think that there is no getting around it. That you know, protesting isn't working, marching isn't working. We can try vote I'm, I'm I say we, I mean America right. I'm in America right right this second. You know, you can try voting in November. I hope to god that it makes a fucking difference that we actually shift some balance of the pow- balance of power. But it's not like demos are we, Democrats are without their own issues regarding power and do do, do you know what i mean i I feel like the democrats don't lie and are so transparently awful as republicans um but they're just as power hungry and they're just as beholden to lobbyists and special interests and and corporate interests as the republicans are Mm. and um yeah i don't know how america is going to dig their way out especially because trump has such a hold on his followers where he is you know enacting the just transparently lying on twitter and then being called out called out for it and knowing that his his supporters are going to buy what he says above all else was it you that posted the compilation of dumb trump supporters yep yes would you vote for him if he shot somebody on fifth avenue absolutely would you vote for him if he would you vote for him if there was yeah pictures of him smoking crack yeah yeah why are you voting trump because his name's not hillary well, so is Bernie. Yeah, but he's a socialist. What does that mean? Uh... <laughs> like... Michelle's a man. Uh, what? Sorry. I had actually, I had actually, that's an Alex Jones. That started with Alex Jones. You won't be surprised to hear. Nope. So yeah, riot, guys. It's, uh, uh... I think it's the only thing that's gonna, <laughs> yeah. Well, America's, have you heard... America's gonna, it's gonna riot. I don't think there's any that... way around it. It's, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if there's another civil war. Yeah, there's going to be. Going to, yeah, I would not be. I would not be surprised at all. But the scary thing is, is that if it comes down to it, the right have far more weaponry and far more, and are going to be far less worried about using it. Because this is the thing: if you are, I, I read this. I read this uh, again. I, I do apologise if it's you that posted it. Um, but it's like if you are, if you're an anti-fascist and you see somebody behaving or at an outright rally and you feel like it's your um civil duty to stop that person protesting and and do what 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 will you do you will tell them you will you will chase them off and you'll tell them to go home you're not then going to follow them home and put a bullet in their head for being your political enemy whereas if you are a political enemy um if you are an enemy of fascism of the outright they want you all dead they 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 have no interest in being civil they have absolutely no interest in being civil the only the only good trans person the only good gay person the only good black person is a dead trans gay black person in their eyes Which and that's is not why, that's not you know fuck civility and all that bullshit cuz 
you're never going to get it back. You know, don't go completely down to their level, but get close to it, you know, because they're not going to give you a chance. Why give them one? Yeah, absolutely. And oh, the, the, the rampant transphobia that's been on the Stop Funding Hate page and group um, to the extent where so loads and loads of turfs got banned for being like blatantly transphobic. So then they did the fucking fucked up sneaky bullshit of I'm just talking. I'm just talking about legitimate concerns, concerns for women. Um, I just want to have a discussion because I'm legitimately concerned that a sex that a, a sex offender was allowed to offend four times in a prison. Uh, this is about women's safety, and it's like, but no, you're not talking about women's safety. You're not talking about that. You would have you have absolutely no idea how many cis women in prison get raped by cis women in prison. You have no idea. You are only concerned that it was a trans woman that did the raping, not that prison that women prisoners are getting raped. Mm-hmm. That is your only concern. But they're doing it in like this snide, I'm just trying to have a discussion way. So a loads of them got banned from the page. And then there's a closed group as well. And a number of them have been banned from the group. So they've gone on to the recommendations and started putting all their shit on the recommendations, giving them one star and doing all their shit. Um, and, and it's like, you know, there's only so many times I can comment the same thing, the same things, which is, which is like, one, I, I hate to break it to you, but cis women are getting raped by cis women in prison all the time. Where's your outrage about that? Mm. Um, who, oh, what was, what was the other one? It's like, whenever I hear, um, oh, I'm not a turf, I just have a worry about women's, about women's safety. And their arguments are trans women have called for violence against cis women and and what's your evidence for that oh this one trans person who um uh, who did um an art exhibition that featured a bloody shirt that said i punched her so you've got one example for that um but again that ties into your nazi thing of turfs want trans people gone so fuck turfs fuck turfs yeah uh, we want trans women not to be in women's prisons because a trans prisoner raped a, a female prisoner. Well, no, that's like saying that female rapists shouldn't be in prison with female prisoners. As far as I'm concerned, that's legitimate. So a female rapist should be in prison with men. Would you be happy with that? I fucking doubt it. And then the third one was some obfuscation of safe spaces. And that was because, and the article that they point to for that is a cis woman complained about sharing a bathroom with a trans woman in a hostel Mm. and those are the only three it's like you 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 purport these three things and then you give three people out of seven billion who have done those things and say there is a concern for women's safety if there was a legitimate concern for women for women's safety as regard it's like no don't even pretend you have legitimate concerns don't couch it and make more, more cis women scared at least be honest with your fucking hate and honest that you don't have any evidence that you don't have any logic that it is just that you are that you fear trans people and you want them gone yeah i'm if you're a transphobe if you're a racist anti-semite you know whatever you are i'm gonna hate you no matter what but if you uh, if you turn around and be like yeah i'm a racist rather than oh no i'm not racist but this or i'm not homophobic but that's I'm going to have a little bit more respect for the people who are open and honest about it because at least they're not being an extra level of cunt. Because if you said, if you said, oh my gosh, I've just found out that a black man raped uh, a white man 
uh, in prison. Uh, therefore, black men shouldn't be allowed in male prisons anymore. That's 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 the, that's ex- you know that's exactly the same. That's you know it, it's uh it's like stop trying to pretend that you give a fuck. Stop trying to pretend. Stop leveraging victims because that's what you're doing. You are pretending to give a fuck about a victim or even a potential victim, and and it's as an excuse for your hate. If you hate people, then just be out and hate people because I'm going to hate you anyway. You still there? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, have I depressed you more with my anger? No, I was already, you know, I knew all this. The world's fucking broken and awful, but yeah. I was already depressed. (laughs) Yeah, I think maybe we should wrap this up, though, because, you know, we finished talking about the Beast of Jersey about 45 minutes ago. So (laughs) the poor listeners, we've just we just ranted at them. (laughs) Why I'm not a... uh, a good person to have on because I just get very ranty. <laughs> very angry about things. Well, if they enjoyed it, your your ranty anger and want to see more of your outrage and hate for these bastards, where can they find you online? Um, well, I don't really do I don't really do written rants. It's something that I've considered. Um, I try not to get that angry when I'm actually online and I and I and I'm generally civil to to everyone no matter what their point of view because i want because i i don't see it as ever changing their mind but i want to to give the facts back so that people who are on the fence might have their mind changed by actually having the facts shouted back do you see what i mean mm. rather than going on the comments and going you're a turf piece of shit say actually the statistics show blah 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 you are incorrect what is your problem with trans people and don't make out like you don't have a problem with trans people because you keep denigrating mermaids as well. And I cannot find any evidence that mermaids are a shoddy are in any way because it's this whole, oh, they're medicalizing children, 80% of which wouldn't want to be trans, which is based on that really flawed bit of research. Yeah, but they're going to go after any target they can. So, yeah, absolutely. <sighs> well, if the listeners enjoyed this, we're online. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, you can find me on you can find me on Facebook. Um, not a lot of hardly any original content on Facebook, but occasional original content on Facebook. Um, but good shared unoriginal content. Shared unoriginal content. I like to think so. I like to pick and choose what I what I share. Um, don't like to bombard people with stuffs. Going to be starting. Well, we've recorded we've recorded one episode, but the recording didn't come out very well. So so once we finish here, I'm going to ask you for advice. Um, going to be uh, starting a podcast with a friend of mine. <gasps> you have other podcasting friends. This is not allowed. Well, well, she's not. Well, she's not technically a podcasting friend yet. I don't think she can officially be a podcasting friend until we put out a podcast, right? <laughs> um, just like there and recording doesn't actually count for anything. I still don't like it. <laughs> I know, I know, but, but, unfortunately, but unfortunately, the whole premise of the podcast is us getting stoned and talking about we're gonna we're gonna think up like a hundred odd ran really really random weird questions and then we're just gonna get high and then like discuss the random questions cool and the name of our podcast which is a joke that started out in D, but we've decided since 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 cat fell so in love with it and then went and bought the domain name <laughs> that our podcast is going to be called ham circle <laughs> okay 
So we've decided to call our podcast. We were going to call it Two Stoned Girls, but now we decided to call it Ham Circle. <laughs> so, yeah, look out for Ham Circle, available on all podcast providers in oh, probably about six, eight months when I get around to <laughs> editing it. <laughs> well, when it comes out, I will definitely promote it. So keep your eyes open, listeners. Thank you. I knew that there was a reason why I stayed friends with you. It was to tailcoat off your fame. Yep. Well, if the listeners enjoyed this episode, we're online. Uh, we have a Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash eccentric earth. And our Twitter and Instagram is at eccentric underscore earth. We're on all major podcast providers and YouTube. So make sure you follow and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you want to get in contact for any reason, for questions, queries, comments, or even suggestions for future episodes, our email address is eccentricearth at outlook.com. Well, thank you for, for joining me for this episode that went on a, a, a bit more than I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it's always a danger um, giving you a topic like this for where it's going to go at the end. But yeah, I had fun. You should you should generally know that anything that you give me to talk about is going to run long, not short. I know. <laughs> Thank you for coming on this episode, and I'm sure we'll have you on again in the future. Yeah, thanks for having me, Amy. And uh, yeah, I'll come back anytime. Cool. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.
Bye.